Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now you see, if it tells us in Hebrews that he inherited a greater name than the angels, here it declares that God gave unto him the name which is above every name. It infers that there was a name known in heaven. And this name was kept to be conferred upon someone who should merit it. And Jesus, as we know him, the eternal son, was given that name. Praise God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. And so I can remember with that revelation, with that, with that uh, in my spirit, with that just, just, just a glimpse, I just rose up because I knew that name work said, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of the devil over my brother, my oldest brother's life, and claim his deliverance, that is, his deliverance from Satan, and claim his salvation. And to me, that settled it. And you know, within 10 days, he's born again. And I prayed and fasted for him off and on for 15 years. Never seemed to do any good. But the minute I rose up with the name of Jesus... But you see, that won't work until you get the revelation of it. And you won't get the revelation of it without studying. I was there studying, you see, feeding on God's Word. And so that's one reason that we're teaching along this line. And you may not really get the revelation of what we're saying just now. But if you'll continue to feed and continue to study sooner or later, if you throw it away and give it up, it won't ever happen to you. But sooner or later, what we're saying, what the Word of God is saying, will dawn on your heart, on your spirit, down here on the inside of you. Hallelujah. That's a good place just to stop there in that 10th verse and sort of dwell there for a little bit. Sort of have a camp meeting there. That at the name of Jesus... The name of Jesus. Every knee should bow. Every knee really must bow. Praise God. The beings in heaven and in earth and under the earth. I just don't think the full import of that's ever dawned on us yet. We just haven't grasped the significance of it. And every tongue confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now you see, if it tells us in Hebrews that he inherited a greater name than the angels, here it declares that God gave unto him the name which is above every name. It infers that there was a name known in heaven. And this name was kept to be conferred upon someone who should merit it. And Jesus, as we know him, the eternal son, 
was given that name. Praise God. And that this name, this name, every knee shall bow. Three worlds, heaven, earth, and hell. And every tongue confess that he is the Lord of the three worlds. To the glory of God the Father. Praise God. Well, it is this. Our Lord Jesus Christ. This man. Our Lord Jesus Christ who has given us the right to use his name. Now again, I don't think that's ever dawned on us. I don't think that's ever, that truth's ever registered upon our spirit consciousness. I don't think the church knows anything at all about it. I'm not talking about the church, I mean the church world as a whole. We use the name a lot of time, but just like we do any other name, we don't realize the significance of it. We don't realize the authority of it. But he gave us the right to use his name. And here in Ephesians, this first chapter, and we started reading there a moment ago with the 17th verse, we find a prayer by Paul, and it is a most unusual prayer. I read it to you in the King James translation. Let's just sum it up and, uh, a little bit in a little different language, but say the same thing. He prays, Paul prays for the church at Ephesus, but now he's not only praying for the church at Ephesus because this is a spirit-given prayer. It, it belongs to believers everywhere, Christians everywhere. Right here in Tulsa or wherever you are from or wherever you live. And so he prays that the Father God will open the eyes of our understanding. That really means the eyes of our spirit. Another translation reads that way. That the eyes of your spirit may be enlightened. You see, that's where you got to get the knowledge of God's words in your spirit, your heart, down on the inside of you. You'll never be able to get it up with your mentality because your mentality is not great enough to grasp what he's saying. But he said, the eyes of your understanding are the eyes of your spirit, another translation said, being enlightened that we may know something of the riches of the, of the Father's inheritance in us. Then that our eyes may be opened, that we may see what is the exceeding greatness of his power on our behalf who believe. He declares that it is according to the working of the strength of God's might, which was wrought in the dead body of Jesus, when he raised him from among the dead. And when he raised him and made him to sit at his right hand in the heavenness, far above all rule and authority, and power, and dominion, and every name that's named, not only in this world or this age, but in that which is to come. And he gave him to be head over all things for the benefit of the church. Hallelujah. For the benefit of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all things in all. That's what he's saying. It's a little different wording, but that's the essence of what he's saying there. Now, he not only inherited a more excellent name than any other being in the universe, 
God not only gave him a name before which every being in the three worlds shall bow and confess his lordship, but here God has given him a name which is above every name and he has seated him in the highest place in the universe at his own right hand and made him head over all things. Now for what purpose? For what purpose? God made this investment for the benefit of the church. You notice he said head over all things to the church or for the benefit of the church. He made him or he made this investment for us. God did. He has made this deposit on which the church has a right to draw for her every need. He has given to him the name that has within it the fullness of the Godhead. The wealth of the eternities. And the love of the heart of the Father God. And that name is given to us. Hallelujah. We have the right to use that name. Against our enemies. We have the right to use that name in our petitions and our prayers. We have a right to use that name in our praises and in our worship. That name has been given unto us. Belongs to us. But you know that's only the beginning. Of the wonders and the value of the greatness of that name. Colossians the second chapter the 15th verse. We get a deeper view of his conquest. Remember that his name was conferred upon him because of his conquest. And we get a deeper view of his conquest of the satanic forces just before he arose from the dead. Because it said here in Colossians 2.15 that he spoiled principalities and powers making a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Now another translation said, having despoiled the principalities and the powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now here is a picture of Christ in the dark regions of the lost in awful combat with the host of darkness. Because you see you're right there in Colossians 2.15. You could look there in Colossians the first chapter. And you could see in the 12th and 13th verses. What he did for us. And that he has delivered us from the authority. The power or the authority of darkness. This scripture here in Colossians 2.15 gives us a glimpse of the tremendous victory that Jesus won before he arose from the dead. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, 
Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I'm holding in my hand a book, Health Food Devotionals. It's a, a guide to spiritual nourishment for the soul. And actually what this is, is a day-by-day devotional beginning in January 1. This is a tremendous book and you want to get a hold of this. It is being offered by the ministry this month. It's yes. been offered for twelve seventy five. I want you to get a hold of this. And that's it, $3.20 savings. Yeah, it is a $3.20 saving. Mm -hmm. So I want you to get a hold of this. This is the dependent. The daily headings include why people fail to receive healing. Where does sickness come from? Is God trying to teach you something? Healing starts with you and God keeps his word. That's just a few of the titles there. And I was just looking here in the first one. It's uh, January 1. It's uh, from Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, attend to my words, incline an ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. And so dad says, okay, this is health to all their flesh. This is God's medicine. They do a little devotional from that. The next one, live long on the earth. That's right. Accept Christ as your healer. Just fantastic devotionals. They're all very short. They're all mm -hmm. just like one page long. I mean, or half a page long. Yes. And it's something that you could read just before you go to work while you're drinking a cup of coffee and then you can think about it and meditate on That's it all right. day long. All so day don't long. fail to get that. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.